This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Money, money. Carrie Ann, you know, it's a time of uh, the year where we like to get everybody thinking about being safe, yes. you know, so we've got brought on the show today, including Mr. Jason Hoover. Thank you, Jason, for being here. We brought Thank Mr. You, Jason. Brink Fiddler of Defend Systems. Welcome, Brink. Thank you. Thank you so much for being back here. You know, I like I shared earlier, I took so many pages of notes and started implementing those immediately. So I'm excited for him to be back here because a refresher is so important. Well, and safety, it's really, safety, yeah, you safety can't, first. We live, I don't know if anybody's noticed or not, but we live in kind of a crazy world. So let's uh, be mindful, let's be intentional, let's be, you know, let's think about uh, putting our phones down at times when we're out and about and just being aware of our surroundings. I think that's a, a lot of it. Uh, but uh, before we get into all that, let's talk about our sponsor, Music City Removal. Yes, Music City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable, customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. <laughs> and Jason, no offense, but man, she does it better than you do, dude. Too <laughs> funny. We had we got some added uh, effects here. So fun. Every, every time that uh, Jim you, you is know. on a roll today. Yeah. Look at him when, go. Whenever you know he, he's got some tough shoes to fill when you're not here, Carrie Ann. <laughs> well, I think you he know, does a good job. He does an amazing job. I tell you, he does yes, an amazing. He, job. he does an amazing job. Well, Brink, excited to have you with us again. Defend Systems. Share with us um, about the company yeah well yeah let's talk about yeah. your your background yeah. is your remind a, everybody you're a police officer for how long correct so for 18 years i was with metro nashville police department okay as well as the drug task force in nashville and retired as the director of the drug task force when i decided to get out so wow. um it narcotics guys it because there was nothing to do is why you decided right. to get out there right. it's like well everybody's perfect now i was actually running all over the country kicking indoors which was fun uh, it's not real conducive to family life as you can imagine sure, sure. um sure. But the security consulting field was kind of an obvious choice for me. Because if you guys think about what narcotics guys do, they get paid to break in places every day. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Often forcefully, but sometimes surreptitiously. Right, You had to sneak in, get in, get out. So it's your job to defeat most security measures there are. You look at physical security differently than most people. Right. Mm -hmm. More so than the guy that's been to school for it or whatever. You know, we yeah. went to the school of doing it. <laughs> Getting kind, through kind it of, around it. It's kind of like when we sell a home as realtors. We're looking at, okay, how, uh, to somebody, we're thinking about, okay, how's, how hard is this going to be to resell this house? We're looking for the flaws. We're right. looking for the strengths. Mm -hmm. We're looking for all that. So it's really the school of hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> school of hard knocks. Yeah. Hey, where's my whip? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Get that done. I love yeah. it. I did it for you. 
Yeah, so that's, uh, and, you know, we do, uh, during non-COVID times, um, most of our business is active shooter mitigation training for schools, corporations, healthcare, nonprofits, law firms, dentist offices, you name it. Don't tell me that uh, COVID is so scary that even it scares uh, tough guys like you? Is that why you said prior to... Oh, no, because that requires people to gather in groups I'm just first kidding. and I'm train just them. Um, I'm just kidding. I've heard it's, so, it's, such, a, it's such a scary uh, virus that it's uh, scared colds and flu and cancer and a dying old, old age. It scared all those things away. Anyhow, we won't go down there. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> so, you know, and then the other part is, is the consulting stuff. Um, we still do some training, and I mean, we're training a preschool here next week, week after that. Um, but the consulting side, especially um, for the issues that we see today, right? I mean, mm -hmm. people people that weren't real security minded or didn't have concerns, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden do, right? I mean, I've got friends that would have sworn off firearms. They're like, I will, there will never be a gun in my house ever. Have mm -hmm. called me and going, what gun should I buy? You know, yeah, like, yeah. and where can I get trained? And um, that's a and shame. Being trained is key. You know, doing it the right way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so you hit a, a really a sensitive note, I think, for a lot of folks. When that qu question, if that qu if I asked you that question today, well, how would you answer that? You know, I mean, I know it's a personal deal as far as what gun you would choose, those kind of things are where you might go. But, I mean, how do you answer that? Is that? It depends on the person and the situation, right? I mean, I, and who who's going to be the primary user of that firearm? Mm -hmm. Is it primarily primarily for home defense versus are we going to carry the weapon right? An AR fifteen platform is not great for strapping on your back and going to work, you know. Right, right. Um, so it really depends on on the application. But um, for broad use, most people end up that I work with or that have have worked with over the last several months end up leaning towards a, a Glock nine millimeter of some sort. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my life depended on a Glock, so I'm a big fan of them. Not that that's not the only gun. There's tons of great guns out there, but. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a fan of those. It's really more, I guess, of a personal decision as far as what what gun you do get and what why you're what you're going to do with it. If you're going to carry it all the time, how you're going to carry it, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and okay. like Carrie said, the, the training is they don't require it in Tennessee anymore. I mean, you can go get your handgun carry permit online now. You can mm -hmm. pay fifty bucks and watch really? a video, watch a video and get your permit. That's crazy. But um, crazy. Yeah, if you're going to be carrying one uh, and. Obviously, that comes with the potential of using it, then training would be pretty critical in my mind. Well, you know, carrying a gun is one option. I don't carry a gun. I don't choose to. I would probably shoot people I shouldn't shoot. <laughs> I just feel like that just is wish me and a gun should not be together. You just carry a big stick, right? I mean, you know, I just. A big battery. No, I look. A big battery. I've got my weapon with me. But right. there are other things that you can do just for safety, right? As real estate agents, possibly females or men, right? Yep, I mean, absolutely. at this point, it, it goes for all yeah. parties. Yeah. Um, but you can't say men or women now, can you? I'm just kidding. My goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. We're getting so. back on track. So, But to that point, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Is uh, Outside of uh, guns, what would you say is good for people to yeah. carry? Yeah, mace. I did mace. I you yeah, know. chemical spray, um, mace, pepper spray, whatever you call it. It's got a lot of different names. Uh, there's Four inch heels. Would that be better uh, than stilettos? Like <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's going to work for him. No. <laughs> no, I mean, four inch heels. But what about, what about the tasers? 
So taser, yes. taser is a fantastic, an actual taser, not a stun gun, but like a taser you see law oh, enforcement. Oh, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah explain the difference because so I think. A, a stun gun is what you see on the movies. They walk up and touch you with and you and just it, flop over. And, and it has the like. No, that's a that's a taser. Oh, okay. So what, what you see law enforcement shooting people with. Okay. And they flop over. Yeah. With the darts coming out. That's a taser. Those are fantastic. Okay. Fantastic tools. Um you got to be careful with them. They're as expensive. Actually, they're more than a firearm. I mean, they're very expensive, uh, but it's a good alternative. A stun gun requires you to touch the person, right, and be, which oh, okay. means they can be close enough to yeah, touch you to too. So I don't. I hate those. That and they don't. They don't hurt. I mean, the taser itself, when you pull the cartridge off, it has that feature to be able to you know drive stun somebody, which is pain compliance, but. I mean, we used to zap each other in the leg. It's yeah. not that bad. Shake like, it off. I mean, it's like the shock gonna, for the dog. You yeah. know, you just shake it off. You're you know. not going to drop. Now, shooting them, though, with the darts, oh, yeah, you'll drop them like a ton of bricks. So, harder to conceal, mainly it's bigger, a little bit bigger. It's probably than not realistic, though, a stun gun, isn't it? Or, uh, a taser. Not, taser. Yeah. I mean, you're talking. Possibly not. at your home, you know, if you, if you weren't a fan of a gun, you wanted yeah. something different. Sure. That could, you could feel like you could protect your family. Yeah. And I know some people that have it. It's instant, right? Whereas chemical spray is not. Chemical spray is terrible. Don't get me wrong. I've been sprayed. Oh, it's awful. Um, but it doesn't take effect instantly, right? Sure. What, what's taser the, what's is the, instant. What's the strongest? Um, from a standpoint of a chemical spray. Oh, freeze plus P is what I would tell you. Freeze, freeze, freeze plus P. Plus P. We used to carry that at the police department. Um, and then we had to stop when we got tasers. Actually, it's when you brought that up because allegedly the propellant in freeze plus P is flammable. Hmm. So they didn't want to spray in somebody and then tasing them and catching them on fire. And of course, my argument to the chief was, if I've sprayed you and I still have to tase you, I want you on fire. That's, right? true. Like, that's true. That's terrible. But yeah. it is awful. Uh, and freeze really affects the person's ability to breathe, which takes the fight out of anybody. Mm. Right. I mean, mm. a lot of them do, but I have personal experience with that one. And um yeah. Well, you yeah, just, I, remember, I mean, dep- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I remember the last time you were on, you, you mentioned that. And so I, I went in and watched YouTube videos of it, of, it? of people getting sprayed. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to experience that. No. no that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's worse than a taser. Taser hurts worse, but it's over in five seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, chemical spray is like 45 minutes. And then when you get home and take a shower, it reactivates because it's crystallized all over your body. Uh, and, oh, it's oh, terrible. Man. For bad guys too. So, it, how does that come in little little dispenser? I mean, different sizes. I mean, they've got huge ones that like, look like a miniature fire extinguisher. You like family size or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember the um, the shooting at the mall at the I'm sorry the movie theater in Hickory Hollow mm-hmm. turned out to be an air gun, but anyway, mm-hmm. had a shootout with SWAT and got mm-hmm. killed. He had a big one. And a lot of times they're sold for as bear spray, mm-hmm. right? But it's just a huge thing. A chemical spray is all that is. Mm-hmm. So you can get them in like fire extinguisher size. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, but if you do it at home or in a confined space, you need to leave because it'll affect you too very oh, quickly. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully quickly. you're only spraying that just like your home insurance. You're only using it when it's a major deal. You know, we don't want to be spraying it just because, right. right? So no, ma'am. Um, that's really important. But there's other things. And I'd love for you to give a refresher because for those that missed it, because um, I want to say it was so many months back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, time's yeah, been flying in, in 2020. But, you know, many real estate agents that are listening out there are 
doing open houses. They're doing mega open houses, which are bringing in a lot of people. Um, and that can bring in randoms off the street, right? I mean, I'm surprised still we're not doing, um, do you do by appointment? No, right? You don't do well, that. It's being shown one, one at a time. Well, meaning, for the open houses, no. Right. So it's not like you have any of their information. Right. You, it could be just anybody random mm-hmm. jumping in the crowd, right? Yep. Coming mm-hmm. in that home mm-hmm. and planting. I mean, I've watched enough Criminal Minds over the last <laughs> few weeks to, to yeah. know what can actually happen. I, in under this. a table or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they can like keep a window open, right? I mean, I'm just coming up with things Correct. that I've learned <laughs> through the show. Do you have a theme? They could do a lot. Theme? song on that i know uh, <laughs> dun, dun. But yeah but there's a lot that can happen and then you go oh my goodness so you're always wanting to look behind you right or prepare yourself <laughs> so for those that are home alone um you know and or single moms you know or just anybody yeah it's really good to um be aware of your surroundings at all times yes 100 percent. yes i yes. uh, agreed uh, and how many videos have we all seen of Lord knows what happened to people walking down the street that are looking at their phones, right? Just because awareness is gone. Uh, we're an instant gratification society. If we can't get it in one button on our phone, then, you know, so it's hard to retrain the brain to do that. But you guys have a lot of vulnerabilities as, as realtors. Um, really three main areas that, that I consider, number one, the office space, right, being one. And then the fine line you have to draw, which is hard for a lot of you guys between your public persona and your personal life. You want to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. And you want your gorgeous headshot on everything on the planet so people will hire you. But you got to balance that with how much of yourself you put out there. I mean, where mm-hmm. do you think stalkers come from? So, right. and there is a balance to it. Um, but you're probably your most vulnerable would be showings and open houses. I think mm-hmm. we'd all agree with that, even though I'm not a realtor. It's hello. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do there. Um, whether it's a, a private showing or an open house, don't pull into the driveway where you can be blocked in, period, period. Like park on the street, whatever that takes. Just Huge, something so simple, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You never know when you're going to have to leave in a hurry. I right. mean, y'all probably notice I'm back in everywhere I go. But um, So that's a, that's a big you, one. I thought it was because you thought maybe it'll snow and you wanted to make sure you can get in. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, all the snow in Middle yeah. Tennessee. <clears throat> Too funny. Um, and, and never hesitate to uh, have somebody go with you. You know, there's buddy a, system. Yeah, yeah. On open houses, you know, we teach to have multiple people there, a uh, minimum of two people, if not more. And then, you know, even showing houses, if you can, it's great. Because there's sometimes I will go with Mandy when she's meeting a new client, um, just out of you know being safe, right? Um, and so, you know, don't don't hesitate to do that. Mm-hmm. And or I find myself not even going to open houses, but I find myself calling somebody mm-hmm. like a live person on the other line. If I'm going into something that I'm not familiar with, yeah. um, sometimes to be just, on the phone when you're walking in, sometimes even just going to the kitchen at a certain time at night, like literally sometimes the dog's growling. I'm like, well, why are you growling? Do you know something? I don't know. <laughs> you know, well, and possibly sure. he does. I'm like, hello, I'm going to go to the kitchen now <laughs> just in case, you know. Again, I watch too many criminal minds, but I think it's important. All of this is important. Well, sure. and, and don't become numbed, you know, to the fact that we are all, are watching all this kind of extreme stuff on TV. I think we should be, again, that should encourage us to be mindful of what things can happen. And again, that's why I wanted to have uh, Brink on here today. So let's talk about your, your showing a house. <clears throat> You've gotten there. Well, first of all, you started with don't park in the driveway. Right. 
Now, should you get there early to scope things out, or how important is that? Oh, yeah. Prior to that, you need you need to basically case the neighborhood. You need to understand. You need to know your way around that neighborhood, at least for several blocks. You know, you need to know whether or not there's a privacy fence, uh, you know, across the back. So if you do have to, for whatever reason, flee and not towards your vehicle, you need to know whether or not you're going to be trapped when you do that. I mean, all these kind of things that are so easy to do. It just mm-hmm. all takes a few minutes to drive around and take a right. look. Mm-hmm. Um, look, at a, look at a map. If your brain doesn't work well with maps, then physically drive the, the neighborhood. I would actually do both because as quickly as things change, especially in Middle Tennessee, <laughs> You know, what, what's on a map may not be the way that neighborhood is right, anymore. Right. But familiar, I mean, you don't have to know every flipping street, but familiar yourself with it. I call it locational awareness. But what's really good, too, is to know your north, south, east, and west of that, mm-hmm. right? Because if if you do have to call for help, especially 911, um, and you know what house you are at. And if you're fleeing and you're hoping they come get you, you need to know what direction you're fleeing because every, every – first responder in the country knows their area of responsibility that way right they may not know uh where you know 3116 inverness is but they'll know where inverness is and if you say i'm running north from that location they can come to you like that mm-hmm. right i never thought about that before um so it's it's and it's easy to do i mean look at a map you know it's, it's not not hard to do but those are the two kind of main things i would do ahead of time mm-hmm. with the parking and the kind of case it mm-hmm. um you say anything to the neighbors once you get there, I like to I encourage people to go introduce yourself to the neighbors. First of all, it's another potential client down the road. Number mm-hmm. two, you're saying, hey, I'm going to be over here showing a house. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted you to know there's going to be traffic here. You know, I'll make sure they don't block your driveway, whatever. But you're also mm-hmm. putting somebody on notice that you're there. Yeah, I love that. Just mm-hmm. make them aware. You know, yeah, that's so true. So, and I hate to think about this, but uh, what if what if something did happen and you are kidnapped? Are there tactics, things that we should know or put have be prepared for do not go with them unless you're unconscious like do not i don't i mean it doesn't matter like if they pull a gun on you do not ever leave with somebody unless you i mean you have to fight because there are so many instances where there's a minute number of instances where somebody survives that Mm -hmm. right i mean it's just Mm -hmm. minute so you can't um obviously the things to to do our we're going to set it up to avoid that sure. i mean right and we can right there's tons of stuff we can do to keep it from ever getting right. to that um well it, it, yes um th- that is true but you know just knowing people they're not going to go through all of that um you know they won't canvas a neighborhood um, but if they did get kidnapped you know what would be good for them to know well, I mean, tons of stuff. Of course, it depends on the method, right? I mean, are you being restrained or not? There's uh, there's a lot of videos out there you can look up just on the internet on how to get out of certain restraints. It's not that complicated. Yeah. Most bad guys don't think through that process, but always be looking for a way out no matter what. I mean, I, I just can't reiterate enough. Always fight whatever it is. Don't So fight, don't just... don't uh, Do not be compliant. I don't compliant, care what okay. they're threatening you with. I mean, okay. you're just... The chances of survival are super slim. And at least if you fight, you have a chance, right? I mean, uh, you don't just don't be compliant. Um, But, you know, a lot of things we went over last time, the buddy system. But if you can't have that, then I like a webcam, you know, set up and let the put the people on notice that are coming in and saying, hey, just FYI. Yeah, that's so good. I wrote that down. I'm writing it down again. That was a good one. 
I think yeah. everybody should have a webcam on mm-hmm. and just like tell recording the of yeah. who's coming yeah. in. So yeah. you have that face. Cause for, if something for, does happen, that's easier yeah, for, for both of our safeties. We've got this going. Yeah. You, you, know, you can even tell them, you know, we're, we're using this to train new, new realtors coming in on right. what an open house looks like. Right. They couldn't be here, especially now you got an excuse with COVID, right? Right. <laughs> Can't have a crowd here, but um, that puts them on notice immediately that number one, there's a camera. Number yeah. two, they're on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And a criminal's worst fear is, is going to prison, right? Is, is getting caught. Right. Showing their face. Yeah. Exactly. You're hopeful that you're not that smart. Right. You know, I'm looking it up. What's it cost? What's it cost to buy a webcam? Not Shouldn't that, be that, oh much, no. right? not that much, right? Yeah. Let's get some webcams. Let's figure this so, out. Uh, what, what do you think about hitting your um, emergency button on your car, having your car squawking out there? Does that... I mean, anything to draw Noise, attention is, yeah. is helpful. However, as a society, we are so desensitized to right. those that right. nobody really looks anymore. Right. Uh, but I there do. is one those those that you can add to um, your keychain that is like piercing, yeah, obnoxious. Yeah. That is, will at least turn some heads. Like, what the heck? That sounds different, you know, than yeah. your car. Yeah. Right. But no, there's nothing. There's nothing quite like somebody screaming for help to get real right. attention. And if you know, if you need it, you are. But. Some other things I do in the house are unlock all the doors, you know, give yourself multiple egress ways out. If somebody's actually after you in a house, you'll never get both locks undone. Your hands will be shaking, right? Mm-hmm. Fine motor skills go out the window under stress, right? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, cops and soldiers can still shoot and fight because those are gross motor skills, you know, but I can't say where I was, but I was somewhere of somebody very important in this town going over some stuff with them, their security perimeter fencing and they were talking about putting you know the combination locks on them and i'm like here if someone's yeah. trying to kill you you're, you're never going to be able to do that under stress like right. it's right. terrible right. Mm-hmm. um so give yourself ways out of it. it's a two-story house i'd even unlatch a window in each one of the bedrooms you know um always let the person go and we talked about this beforehand but if you're showing it let them lead right down here's the yes. master go ahead don't walk in front of them don't give them a chance to be behind you mm-hmm. um also, don't go into a room by yourself uh, without them going in first. I like to I like to stay in the stay in the hall. Let them enter the room, and then if it's like a huge master and they're going to go in the master bath, then sure, let them go on in. But you know, you're still leaving yourself some egress right. um, to mm-hmm. get out of there, mm-hmm. and and you know, off the bat, which doors are unlocked, which window you left unlatched, mm-hmm. and you can, mm-hmm. you know give yourself a way out. I mean, that's. The, in, in, in our, the stuff we teach is an acronym for DEFEND, which is deter, evade, fortify, evaluate, notify, and defend. But if you notice, deter is first, which is what we're talking about, right? We're, we're talking about stopping it mm-hmm. before it ever happens. Mm-hmm. But a close second, if it does, is evade. So giving yourselves multiple ways to do that and avoid the threat altogether, mm-hmm. how, whatever that looks like. But give yourself tons of options for that, not just one or two. Yeah, if you, if I'm just get goosebumps because to think about sometimes I do some things and you're like, ah, that was not safe. You know, I should have totally did that differently, you know, and you're just lucky that this one and you get, you keep doing that and you're like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. And then it can, you know, you hear these stories in the news and it's not here or didn't happen here, but it could have happened here. Mm -hmm. You know, we we had a, we had a bomb go off a few weeks ago, you know, in Nashville. I mean, that's one of those things Well, it never happened in Nashville and wow, it happened in Nashville. So, you know, those kind of things can happen. Didn't you, didn't something happen with you one day? Yeah, I got robbed at the babies R us you know, with my kid yeah. that she was in the crate still. And he was coming after me for, um, what he thought was an iPad or whatever, you know? And, but I remember 
I mean, to a point where you lose your mind too. Like I left my kids. Like, I mean, you're just what, you know, you just don't do what you think you're going to do. So you're right. You're not going to know how to do anything, open doors or whatever. So, so smart, uh, being able to keep all access open. Being being aware, being intentional, having an idea when you get there and being in control. I think, I think that's a big part of it, isn't it? Yes. And the other thing, especially, well, regardless, whether it's an occupied home or an unoccupied home, you need to clear that entire house before anybody gets there. So you need to check closets and make mm. sure there's not somebody in there, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, they're obviously, evil is very real. I used to deal with it, but we all know that. You can turn on the news and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't take that long. It's really about changing habits. I mean, you mm-hmm. said that, you know, they're not going to do it. Well, okay, but if if we get intentional about it and it becomes habit, then we will do it, you know? So, right. right. But I'm just saying the majority of them will not. Yeah. You know, if we're just being real. I mean, sure. And it's interesting that they don't, you know, meaning yeah, like instead I mean, of driving this way, you drive that way and you kind of, fi- you know, figure it out. Or you walk into or drive into neighborhood A and yeah. you're like, oh, this is so sweet and cute. And Yeah. But it's that very reason, Jason, I wanted to have him on again to help refresh. Right. And, re- and we, this is a topic that it's not comfortable. We don't want to think about bad things, all that. But the world hasn't gotten any less crazy over the last six months, to my knowledge. Right. It's gotten worse. And... So to be mindful, intentional, if you're going to be in this business, you're going to work with people and people. There's some people out there that are not good people. You know, just recently, one of our agents got a what she thought was a hot, hot lead call and was $2 million buyer. I don't know if you remember her talking about that and and uh, she was so excited about it. And well, she first thing she did is call her uh, sister to, to tell her about it. And she goes, well, what's the guy's name and number? And so she gives it to her and she, you know, within two minutes, she looks it up and, well, this is a bad guy. You know, this guy's been wanted for this and for that. And it's like, you know, we just are, are just such a naive society sometimes, because especially when you start thinking about, well, somebody that's going to buy a $2 million home they're they've got to have their, you know, you just immediately qualify in your minds. Well, they've got to be a good person and solid and all that, not realizing they're just playing that, 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 card, that yeah. role yeah. so that you get all excited about it and stop thinking because she wasn't thinking it was her sister that caused her to start thinking so that's why you, you have to talk about some of these things sometimes so with all the commotion that's been going on over the last couple of years and the bringing to light about real estate safety mm-hmm. um, has anything changed at all where if you are going to go with somebody do you get their ID before do you press that they should get pre-approved for financing prior to you know is there anything has any changes have been made since you know the sad story that we've heard across the United some States. Some agents have. I think some agents do require, you know, it's because I've, I've, you know, Jason, I have suggested that, look, you, you know, just use your broker as an excuse that this company policy that we, you send us a, a snap of your license or something like that, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, we also talk about having a safe word. We also talk about being on the phone when they walk into a home. Um, those kinds of things. So there's some additional accountability and, and, and somebody, a connection if there's not two of them. But I think, I think Jason's uh, comment about being more than one person at a time, I think that's probably the one of the smartest things to do to avoid those kind of conflicts. But how often do people go out there by themselves and mm-hmm. uh, to show a home because it's just one house or just meeting at one house? And unfortunately, a lot of us don't meet at the office to, to for those pre-qualifications. We just meet at the property. Right. Right. You know, in real life, you know, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah. And I mean, and that's where we just become so used to how it it was. And even though these major things occurred, I'm surprised yeah. that major changes have not 
become more of a habit, you know, to, to double check ourselves. Well, it's like, you know, active shooters. I mean, they're so common now. They get, you know, a few new cycles and then they're gone. I mean, we had four in a week, two weeks before 4th of July this year. Did you guys hear about any of them? No. And so it's the same Here thing. In this. No, just oh, in the, across in the country. The country okay. But it's desensitization, right? It, right. No matter... No matter what, I mean, and it's back to these, right? The devices, it's constant news feed. It's a constant feed of information, and we're just constantly filtering in and out what it is that mm -hmm. we take in. And so uh, the whole, I mean, you hit it on it earlier, the whole, it's, it's not going to happen here. I mean, you ask anybody that's ever lived through one of those situations, they always say, oh, I never thought it could happen to me. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's a, it's about changing habits. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not, you know, you don't want to scare the crap out of people. It's not, you know, I don't fear monger. That's not what I do. I empower right. people. Right. right. That's what right. I'm, that's, and that's what, what I, this is all my about. Goal is empowering is. people. Not right. To make them aware that things happen, happens every year. I know somebody who was attacked at an open house one time. It, it's always stuck with me that, oh my gosh, you know, that this is real. Yeah. I think it's sometimes until we connect like that, maybe we don't think it is, but uh, so, so I think you're working on a, um, not a class, but a, a program for safety for people like us? For realtors, yeah. It's a curriculum um, that it, really what, what I hit on earlier, I'm, I'm, we're kind of breaking it down into those three pieces of your lives, right? Your office safety and then your balance of personal life and professional life as far as social media and things like that go. And then the showings and open houses mm -hmm. and um, trying to compartmentalize it that way because, you know, that, that helps you guys because those are the three major areas that you guys are going to be running into mm -hmm. but also tying in i mean almost all the principles that we do in our our active shooter or intruder action plan training tie into all this because the goals are the same right either mm -hmm. stop it from happening to begin with get away from it if you can if you can't then you got to do what you got to do mm -hmm. and then being able to you know a big thing for us is the medical side um we incorporate that into our training but uh we won't in, in this one but anybody that, that goes through the realtor safety class, I think will be motivated to get some medical training when I'm done. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we're in, we're how to put on a tourniquet and that kind of stuff. Right. Just some major, you know, just nothing crazy complicated. No heart uh, surgeries. No, not yet. That'd be phase two. Um, but you know, it's such an important life skill and people are starting to realize that and, you know, stop the bleed classes are free. Mm. There's a the, the reason we had an 86% survival rate in Las Vegas is because of bleeding control and pre-hospital care. So um, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but I've, I have all the video from that event. So every officer's body camera, you know, and I've watched it all. And I was dumbfounded by the numbers because there were over 400 gunshot victims out there. You're kidding. Wow. Most people have no idea there were 400. 413 people were shot. Wow. Holy cow, I had no idea. That's right. And, and that was the answer. So, but you're far more likely, let's be real to come on roll out of here in cool springs and come upon a really bad traffic crash right where somebody's arms fractured and they're severed an artery whatever mm -hmm. than you ever are an active shooter event so it is a life skill you know sure, yeah, we've already got saves true. under our belts we're, we're training a bunch of law enforcement across the state in this right now i was in jackson all last week doing that um, that's a little bit more advanced course but it's the same thing the police department in nashville implemented a medical course in their academy two years ago and they've saved over 200 people in two years well it's not difficult stuff so um anyway that'll kind of be on the back end but the front end will be those three compartments and kind of what to do uh with some real life examples mm -hmm. um and kind of walk a lot of people are visual learners right you know visual tactile and audio, audio learners so 
you know, we'll have some maps talking about what we mean and some pictures showing, you know, well, this neighborhood is privacy fence city. Mm-hmm. You guys have seen those, right? I mean, you're, you're jumping nine privacy fences to get out, you know, some things like that to really just kind of hit home for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to put it on video to make it available. Our, our other training's on video already, and you know, in a, in a learning management system. Um, so we're going to do the same thing with this realtor one and, and add it to the program. So I'll certainly circle back around with you when it's... Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm really interested in getting that information out to all of our team members, you know, here at Realtor One Group Music City. I just think that that's just an important part, you know. <clears throat> so, so... Um, I think the office space that you were sharing is, is key. You know, I'm over in a corporate office space, um, and we had an incident where a gentleman came off the street because we're right near the interstate um, and walked right up and went into not our building, thank goodness, our side, but to the other side and stole five purses, just walked like a normal mm-hmm. consumer and walked in and wow. just grabbed the purses, you know. And now we keep our doors locked. You know, we have strategies in place on that, but you would never think that a random person would just come up and how confident that's the thing. They have this confidence and this arrogance that they're like, I'm just going to go in and try. Yeah. You know, and you know, you don't know what could have happened from that, but office space is, you just assume you walk in and it's complete safe. And I know you've got um, videos and things of protection Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. turns the locks turn on and off, et cetera, et cetera. But um, that's important too, to know about the office space. So great, great information. So we talked today about buddy system. So important. Um, Knowing your surroundings. I love keeping all the windows and doors open, um, taking a moment to drive through the neighborhood to see reference to a neighbor, let them know you're having an open house, let them know you're possibly by yourself so they know. Yes. Oh, uh, you don't know who you're talking to. I know. So, so no, do that. I would. Might, I would. Be, a, might be a bad neighbor. Eighty six. That idea. Grab that off the list. Don't do that. But at least let them know an event's happening, right? Yes. Um, have some sort of safety protection, whether that is what did we call freeze plus? Freeze plus. Just three. don't freeze yeah. yourself. Yeah, that's, that's what I picked up on that. It's terrible, right? Yeah. Mace and or. Another, uh, uh, you know, if you are licensed to have, you know, uh, a handgun a of some sort, of, yeah, something yes. like that. So, um, and I love the webcam thing. I think that's really important, right? Because not only are you protecting yourself, but you're also protecting the other families that are walking in because mm-hmm. you just never know who could just walk off the street. Correct. Great information. Bring before we hang up here. Uh, yes. We're, li- we're living in January 2021. I know everybody was excited to get out of 2020. And I heard this morning that 2021 just said, well, wait a minute, just hold my beer. You know, I'm, you know, I'll show you what it's all about, you know. I want to hear that today. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. And, um, and um, so just a quick two minutes. Um, let's think about, you know, there's crazy, crazy talk out there. You know, who, who knows what I'm my, part of my mission here is to get people thinking that, that gee, it'd be nice to not have to be at the mercy of Kroger's tomorrow if there's a shortage of toilet paper. OK, can you give. Do you get into that at all in your world as far as any sort of preparation? I won't say prep because <laughs> I'm not some sort of wild prepper, but I am a believer that it's crazy times. Let's make sure we're okay. Yes. So, yeah, it was one of the things we do on the consulting side is it, it, if, uh, whether it be existing or new construction to design safe rooms, contents, manage those contents for you. If you, you know, if that's something, you know, because water only it's only good for so long and same with and a lot of the food but i think everybody um there's a great adage in that world that is eat what you store and store what you eat right so don't go buy a bunch of stuff you're not going to eat 
or vice versa because it needs to constant rotation mm -hmm. right but have at least two if not four weeks of food non-perishable on hand that it's not an issue for you same with water mm -hmm. and that's a lot of water y'all mm -hmm. i mean so storage space becomes becomes right. an issue right but you know under the gun some quick things you can do are fill up all your bathtubs right mm -hmm. if it's if it's happening fast obviously your water heater is full of water some things like that but um i just i think if if 2020 taught us nothing else it was the need for mm -hmm. personal responsibility and mm -hmm. and preparation you know i'm not saying you have to go buy 40,000 rounds of ammo and 15 guns and no but we live we live in an area that you know we could have an ice storm tomorrow oh yeah you know, and you're stuck and, and we learned crippling. last year you know that wow you know to there's toilet paper can be used as money you know at right. certain times close so, the guess i'm you know, <laughs> 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 right. that's awesome <laughs> So That's I'm not going to tell you that right my mother-in-law did have a toilet paper Christmas tree this year. <laughs> did she not make it? That was her. That's that's her spot. That's, that's awesome. her spirit. So I just want to make sure that we're reminding people, you know, to just the small things. I've been saying that for a while. Look, make sure you, you can live a couple of weeks without having to go to Kroger's. Because I mean, the problem is the reality is we live in a society that can't most folks can't last it more than a day or two you yeah. know because we're used to well i just pick it up on the way home i just pick it up on the way home and not worry delivery. about it or, or have, have them deliver it like that's what we're doing now as well well how many people did you guys hear say oh my god i'm never going through this again i'm yeah. a, you know and then all 99 out of, sight, out of, out of mind, those people you know? yeah. yeah go back to their old habits exactly that was what we hit on before right it's about changing Change your habits, habits. Yeah. and that's you know that's up to you Nobody else is going to yep. make you change their habit. That's right. Well, thank you, sir. It's been great to yes. see you again. Thank I you again. Appreciate the information. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We can't wait to have you back. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.